To live a good life, we have the potential for it. If we learn to be indifferent to what makes no difference. Marcus Aurelius. I'm Joe. That guy right over there. He's my good friend, Kurt. And we are Dudes in Progress. I mention this every few weeks, Kurt. I love that music. It just kind of gets you in the mood, kind of gets you ready to talk, kind of gets you ready to move, you know, maybe do a sit up or two for the week. And, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's I like funny it. when you're looking out there for some music you want to use in a podcast. I, I think I can really struggle trying to decide which one for sure. I mean, I spent several hours scanning the sites that we use to find proper music, but yeah. That one, it's, and then I got to hear it a few times, and then it, it's grown on me. Love that it. certainly has. Well, hello, my friend. What's going on, pal? Joe, we haven't talked to each other, seems like, in a long time. It has, it has been a long time. And I know we've said that a lot, but it has been a while. I think it's been probably weeks. three weeks. Three weeks? Really? Yeah, two weeks, three. It feels, it feels like a long time. I miss, I miss chatting with you, pal. We've missed a couple Saturdays. I've been on vacation. And uh, you've had some stuff going on some sat with some for some Saturdays with your daughter. I have, and uh, so we've missed a handful of those. I've been crazy busy, dude. I've been crazy mm-hmm. busy, and you know we won't go deep into that right now. Uh, but man, it's it's been crazy for me. Just got back from vacation though. Spent a spent a week in um in a place called the Fusky Island, uh, South Carolina. It's a kind of an isolated little island. You have to take a ferry across. You have to drive a golf cart when you're on site, when you're on island, and just a nice, relaxing family vacation. I like what a pictures. blast. You've, what a blast. You've experimented in different places to go on vacation the last few summers, haven't you? I have, and I don't like it. And I was, that's kind of, <laughs> I was wondering, because you, you had a favorite spot in Florida. Right. That was destroyed by the hurricane. Okay. Really? Where was uh, that? Yeah, it was it was down in Daytona Beach, Florida. I don't remember which hurricane, but it destroyed it destroyed the front part of the hotel, the um not the dock, but the pier right next to it. Uh it's called the Sunglow Pier and it destroyed the red the restaurant that was that was set on the pier called Krabby Joe's. Mm. Our good friend Kevin Curtis Allen knows all about Krabby Joe's. So we had to figure out where else we were going to go. And we've gone to a couple different places over the past couple years. And I miss it. And what I like about it is it's familiar. I know. It doesn't take a lot of work to kind of get in the groove. The Fusky Island took some work. Okay. It was worth it. In fact, my, my family says, let's go back, Dad. Mm. Let's go back. I think, I think next year, I don't know what we're going to do next year. Every, every year we do a family vacation. It's kind of my way of forcing my kids to spend time with me. I say that jokingly. They they don't like it when I say that because they they always say you don't have to force us, Dad. We love hanging out with you. Uh, but still, it's to me, it's a funny thing to say. But yeah, that's where that's where I've been the past week or so, and buttoning up some very important things at my job. And I'll make uh, I'll make an announcement later regarding that. Yeah, that's where that's that's me, man. That's where where things are with me right now. I really miss. My summers down at Wildwood, New Jersey, and I've been to 
lots of beaches all around East Coast. Been out to the West Coast a couple of times. But I'll tell you, like you said, the familiarity is a probably a big part of it. The wide Atlantic Ocean, crystal mm-hmm. clear water, beautiful, soft, sandy beaches, long beaches that you could walk for a few miles in the boardwalks, of course. But yeah, that familiarity with Cape May, which is a fun little fisherman town to go and a restaurant that we don't do a lot of going out to eat. I don't know if you do when you're on vacation like that, Joe, but we don't. Yeah. we do Maybe one night. Yeah. We, uh, same way. We, we had some bad experiences, quite frankly, doing some of the tourist traps, I would call them in that area that we always felt, eh, we could have done better at home. <laughs> But there is one place right on the docks, you know, you could do fried seafood and clams and yeah, all, all kinds of good stuff like that, that we always, the lobster house it's called, right? As you come into Cape May. So we had, yeah, our routines that we did almost every time we had a bike ride day that we do, but a lot of time spending by the pool, out by the water, in the ocean, walking beaches in the morning. Like you, Kurt. Even on vacation, I get up early. Yeah. And I loved going to walk on the beach and watching dolphins in the early in the morning or seeing the mm. sea life, ocean life that kind of washes up and washes back down. And mm. every once in a while, you'll see a starfish or you'll see mm. a fish flop its way and make its way back in. But a few times I've kicked the fish back into the ocean when it looked like it didn't, wasn't going to make it. Right. Uh, there was one time I was, I was walking early in the morning. I may have told this story where there were thousands of bullnose stingrays swimming at my feet <laughs> and that was just a blast that was just a blast but we're not here to talk about vacation kurt uh i think every once in a while we should probably do a show just you and i chatting about what's going on in life and because we are we call the show dudes in progress and just touching base with our audience and letting them know the progress we're making how how our happiness level is our contentment level our 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 productivity level, our contribution level, all those things that, that we want to be better at. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think maybe once every handful of weeks, we should just have a time that we, we chat. Right. I like that. I think that's a, I think that's a good idea, but today's not that day. Today's actually a pretty meaty subject. Uh, have you heard of, or have you heard of something called stoicism, Kurt, or being a stoic or following st- stoic philosophies? Somewhere in our conversations and relationship over the years, Joe, this term has come up, but I can't recall us ever going in any kind of depth. And that's why I, I saw it in some of the books we were reviewing during the podcast. And it reminded me of you telling me, and the word is very curious. I mean, stoic sounds like someone who is, I think of that. I have that German background, my wife and her family. Stoic seems to be someone who has like no emotion. Right. Right. That's my, that's my first impression too. When you're stoic, it's like, okay, you get, you don't feel emotion. You don't react to anything. Um, Somebody can come up and punch you in the head and you're just, you're stoic about it. Yeah. Uh, No emotion, no, no response, no animation really to you or to your life. Uh, and it always turned me off the word stoic. When, when I would hear about stoicism, I'm like, yeah, that's not for me, man. I want to have fun. That's why I find this topic intriguing and to learn 
what it really is going back to the the ancients as we call them i think recently yeah it, it started in it started in ancient greece and and later gained popularity in rome um it's just a it's a philosophy is what it is that emphasizes the development of virtue inner strength kind of as those two those two things is the key to living life stoics traditionally throughout the ages believed in accepting and aligning yourself with the natural order of the universe focusing on personal ethics mindfulness uh, way before mindfulness became a med- meditation, uh, mindfulness and the kind of the, I guess you would say the cultivation of resilience in the, in the, in the face of adversity. It, it really is. It really is a, a good life philosophy. And I like it. I, I, I like it. It's not emotionless. It's not careless. It's not, it's not dry or unkind. It's, it's just a, a philosophy that, that talks about Developing inner virtue and inner strength, building your your own personal ethics, being mindful of things that are around you, the ability to change the things you 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 can change and accept the things you cannot, and that that resilience in the face of adversity that really connects with the the, the traditional definition of of stoicism and being a stoic that resilience in the face of adversity, which is always a good thing. I, my first introduction to stoicism was. Uh, a book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I read that book and we may, I know you've, you've started reading the book or you've, you've, you've leafed through it, but I'm not going to concentrate on that book today because uh, I really like the, the writings of Marcus Aurelius called Meditations. Now, Marcus Aurelius, he was a Roman emperor. He ruled, you know, up like up to 200 AD, somewhere around there, somewhere around that time. Uh, and he is really best known for his philosophical work. Kurt, I mean, uh, the the book Meditations was his personal writings his, and his personal thought. Uh, never meant to be a book. It was written. It wasn't meant for public consumption. It was. It was really just his own personal writings on for himself on how to be a better person. Stoicism kind of stems from. Not necessarily those these specific writings, but that time in the philosophy philosophy of that time of the Stoics. Um, meditations gives it gives really interesting insight into his own personal struggles and his reflections on life. Uh, Marcus Aurelius is a really interesting guy, and as a as a Roman answer, he's he's really he's often regarded as one of the most important Stoic philosophers. I have four I have four takeaways. I'd like to discuss from meditations by Marcus Aurelius four four takeaways, four principles, call them whatever you want to call them. The first one is acceptance of the present moment. The second one was inner virtue and self-improvement. The third one is impermanence and detachment. And the fourth is controlling our thoughts and perceptions. So we'll, we'll certainly go into that. Of course, later in the show, we're going to share our win for the week. Uh, we'll share a resource and a quote wrap up with uh, just some general thoughts about about stoicism and just logistically joe this is a book that's probably in the open domain i would think yeah i mean you can buy it for like a dollar on amazon or something like that or you can go to the library and get it you can go to libby the library app and get it free there's one particular there's one particular version that i would recommend that took the writings and really brought them to modern language 
And in fact, I want to do this in real time, if you don't mind. Yeah, if you, I'd love to have a link. I noticed that I did the search as I was doing some reading on this topic. And I, of course, went to Amazon and noticed. I had a kind of a feeling that this was in the open domain, being yeah. when it was written. Yeah. <laughs> I would but, call I mean, this too, he, wouldn't you call this a, his personal journaling, which is a big part of Stoicism, that yeah, practice yeah. of journaling. Yeah, like I said, it was never meant for public consumption. It wasn't. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to, I'm just in real time, I'm going to look it up here because it's very important. This is the, because I, I got a lot out of this book just because it, uh, it was well written. This is called Meditations, a new translation by Marcus Aurelius and Gregory Hayes. H A Y S, Gregory Hayes. And right now it's for, it's, it's selling for $7.99 on Amazon. You can probably, you can definitely pick it up. Uh, on the Libby app and a number of different places, but I really liked this version. There's also, I think, a modern version by uh, Marcus Aurelius, of course, and Martin Hammond. Either one of those will will do you well. This particular one that I read is uh, Meditations: A New Translation. Yeah, I a appreciate new translation with Gregory Hayes. I appreciate them doing the translations. That are absolutely if they're done well and they work well on my Kindle. I appreciate that too. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dig right into this. Principle number one uh, from meditations for me, uh, acceptance of the present moment. Uh, A quote from Marcus Aurelius, the present moment is all that any of us have to live in. And it's in this moment that we find our purpose. That dug deep for me because everybody is kind of talking about finding their purpose and what they want to do. The present moment is all we have. And where we are in this present moment is our purpose right now. Think about that. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there's two other places you can go, which is your past and the, the worrying of the future. And this is not an uncommon philosophical question or, you know, I've never, I, I read a lot of these books and a lot of folks go deep into folks, people that worry about their past. Do you ever worry about your past? <laughs> um, what, at what level? I mean, I don't think I've. Or does does it, it does it get in the way of what you want to do in the future? I guess is is there something? There are things that I regret about my past, past decisions, the way I've treated relationships in the past that I regret. Mainly, you know, I I know I can do nothing about it, but I still, it's still there's some stuff that dwells in me, but I've become much better at, at self-forgiveness. Does it interfere with the interfere with the present? It has. Yeah. Okay. It has. And I I can tell you how it has. If you have a, have you ever had a string of just bad decisions? (laughs) Can't say that I have, man, I want to live your life. Kurt. (laughs) Well, you, I just want to live your life. You, you only live in the present moment. You don't dwell on the past. Nothing shakes you, you know, be never, never a bad decision. Why well, have, okay. and when a you have a string of, of, and when you have a string of bad decisions that, cause I, I've, I'm not decision and I'm not decision adverse. I have no problem making decisions. I I mean, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll quickly analyze the situation, make a decision and move forward. Mm. Uh, I'm very good at that. Drives my family crazy, but I'm very good at driving that stuff. But when you have a series of decisions that you've made, 
that didn't turn out the way you thought they would turn out and sometimes turned out badly, man, you start become, you start to question your decisions and you start to think, man, I, but so yeah, I, 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 I can do much better at being in the present moment, uh, an acceptance of the present moment, whatever it is right now, not even five seconds from now. I mean, just right now, whatever that present moment is, is our purpose right now, because that's really all we have. Yeah. It's, it's a really important concept. I was going to say the opposite of that is worrying about the future, which I can get caught up in that. That one for sure is the, this is a place I, yeah, that's the place that I can get in trouble. I really don't get too caught up in, I don't have a lot of past mistakes. <laughs> so, wow. I want to live your life, dude. So where I worry about the future is based on my past. I wish I would have made different decisions. So my future was okay. better. That's how I kind of worry about the past and I dwell in the past. Uh, so it's kind of, they're kind of a, a parallel mindset uh, where you, where you're worried about the future because of decisions you've made in the past. And one of the tenets of, of, of stoicism is accepting the present moment right now. Cause it's in this moment that we find our purpose. Yeah. I think putting importance on what's happening in, you know, again, getting into seeing things that are right in front of you instead mm-hmm. of looking past things again, they'll, they'll get into, you know, things that you can't control and yeah, definitely that's a mindfulness concept too. I think I learned from some of the meditation studies that I've done to really don't forget about the moment you're in right now. <laughs> Enjoy in the, the moment in the, you're in right now. In the skill of bringing, bringing yourself back to the moment. Mm. That's the skill of, of meditation is to bring yourself back to the moment. And that you're right, Kurt, that can be practiced every, every day in life and in every moment of life. It doesn't have to be practiced just as you have your eyes closed and you're relaxed and you're concentrating on your breathing. You can pull yourself back to the present moment, and that's a form of mindfulness, right? Yeah. Pulling yourself back to the present moment and saying, okay, I'm right here, right now. Let's experience this. Right. I was thinking of appreciation, too. Gratitude that we've talked about. I, I do enjoy that practice of, if I'm going to go back, I'm gonna go, just think of what, what happened yesterday that I was really appreciative. I always forget if I don't sit back and think about it and or you can sit in your room and think about all the things that are happening right there where you are and appreciating where you're living, the quietness, the solitude, the birds. The trap you get into also is thinking, Hey, when I, when I make this money or I get to this place or I move into this spot, then it, then things will be better. Or I find this mate, all these, all those things are not the present moment. You think those things will make things better. And quite often it's, it's just a lie you tell yourself. 
it, it may be that we get through just two of these principles, Kurt, and then hold three and four for, uh, for the next show. Yeah, I'm very interested. I've started reading the book that you mentioned already. The Obstacle is the Way? The Obstacle is the Way. By Ryan way. Holiday, yeah. That's going to take me a couple episodes, Joe. There's three yeah. sections to that book, and I think I'll do three episodes on that. Well, you're, you, are, uh, you are infamous for just pulling every, every piece of marrow out of, out of that book and bringing it, bringing it to the show. So uh, I, I, I appreciate that. I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I do appreciate it, pal. I, I really do. Thank you. I do. And you always, uh, we were listening to the show in the car. My wife and I make a trip up to a nursing home where her mom is, and we listen to the show. And I was reflecting back on where I, you were saying things that were like coming right out of the book and you never read it before. <laughs> so insightful. I don't know what the word is. Kind of spooky. That's funny. That's funny. So that is principle number one that I pulled from meditations. I mean, there's lots of principles that, that you can pull from these, from this book, but these are the four that I really, that I really latched onto. Mm-hmm. So that's principle number one, acceptance of the present moment. Principle number two, Inner virtue and self-improvement. Marcus Aurelius says, waste no time arguing about what a good man should be. Be one. I almost use that as a quote. I think I saw that quote. As we were I love for- it, man. Yeah. I love it. Waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be. Be one. Yeah. We all have our moral compass. And I think unless there's something mentally or psychologically wrong with you, we have a pretty good moral compass as individuals. If we would just follow that moral compass, we know what a good man is. Mm-hmm. We do. We, th- now there may be some fringe elements that we disagree on, but generally we know what it is to be a good man. Mm. We know what, I mean, we know what it is to be a good woman. We know what it is to be a good person. I, I think that those things are innate in the human, in the human shared consciousness, but to develop that, to pull that out, to build on that, to recognize what is good and what is virtuous and build on those things, build on, uh, build on what it, what it takes to be a a man of principle, build on what it takes to be a, a, a person of integrity, uh, build on what it takes to be a, a person of contribution, recognize those things and build inner virtue and constantly and be in constant self-improvement. Here we are. We're a couple guys, Kurt, that are in our mid fifties, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a podcast called dudes in progress. One thing that I'm proud of for myself and I'm proud to be on this journey with you, Kurt, is that we are, uh, we don't, we're not sitting back on our laurels and saying, okay, well, you know, Hey, I am who I am. I'm 50 something years old. I'm not going to change now. And I'm, I'm open. I'm open to change. I'm open to self-improvement. I'm open to look at how I can do and be a better, a better human being. And that's what this whole idea of inner virtue and self-improvement is, is, is to build on inner future. In inner virtue and become a better person. Does, does he speak to why that's important? I mean, what good does it do you from being selfish? 
when you become a better person, you you contribute to other people's lives. I, I was saying that's good for them, but why is it good for you? Because it's cyclical. Mm. Because when if, if it starts with you and you become a better person and you build and, and you build into some because you're now a better person and you build into somebody else's life, that process causes society be, to be better. And if society's better, your life is better. And there's also a principle of reciprocity. When you've, when you've invested into somebody else's life, uh, either the universe brings it back to you or that person brings it back to you, uh, but it, it happens. That's, that's the, the circle of life, the sick, how, how cyclical giving and being a, a person of virtue and a better person. That that's the big, cyclical nature. That is a big part of stoicism, the community aspect of it. If we all work, we're all connected and we're all working in community with each other. We're always helping each other. That makes for a better, happier world. That is absolutely part of philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. So my question is, is if we can be maybe a little transparent with ourselves here, how are we building inner virtue and self self-improvement? I don't know that that's something inner virtue is something I've focused on, which makes this topic quite interesting to, to dig deeper in that. Another person who I've always admired being, this is close to July 4th weekend. Just after that, I've always enjoyed the founding fathers and Benjamin Franklin was one he kind of reminds me of Marcus Aurelius in the fact that he was a journaler and he had these, he had something about virtues too. It was, he had a practice of virtues and he was in his eighties when he, I think was doing that. But his autobiography, I think goes into that same kind of philosophy. His, his autobiography is, is really good Yeah, I've, and interesting because of the style and tempo of the writing. Okay. I would like to read that too. I mean, I, I named my youngest son, Benjamin, really, not just because we didn't have a third name for kids, but <laughs> I said it and I always admired Ben Franklin, but that, yeah, that just sticks in my mind. He was very concerned about virtue and, you know, what are some of the virtues that I could work on, I guess, would be the first place to start. That's a rhetorical question. If I think about my inner virtues, uh, what I what I can work on, probably the the first one that I, that comes to my mind is patience. Patience with people, patience with processes. That's a good one. Patience with uh, myself. Yeah, is 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 patience, and so how can I take that inner virtue of patience and turn that into self improvement? Oh, for sure. That's one, that's a perfect place for me to start and always be <laughs> conscious of. I am not patient in the least, right? That, that, rings, that rings true to me, Joe. So when I was on vacation, we, uh, we rented a big house on Defusky Island and we were leaving Saturday morning and checkout time, quote unquote, checkout time is 1030. And the transit was picking us up at 
Well, you know, we all had a, a, a great last night, Friday night, a great last night of vacation. We went out and we had a good time and some of us stayed out too late. Some of us partook in a little bit of too much, <laughs> fill in the blank of what too much is. And, and all of a sudden we're all sleeping late and we have to, not only do we have to check out, but we have to pack because nobody wanted to face the last day of vacation. So we just ignored it, <laughs> but we have to pack. We have to kind of clean up. And I'm, when I go to one of those places, I have a, I have a, I have a rule. We have to leave it. Even though we, even though there was a housekeeper coming in, we have to leave this place better than how we found it. That's a virtue. <laughs> yeah. We have to leave this place better than how we found it. Mm-hmm. Clean it the best we can. Not, not the deep scrubbing that may take place, but yeah. clean it the best we can. Maybe it's even living, leaving, uh, some shells we we found on the beach, some beautiful shells for the next people, uh, um, whatever it is. But we only, we, we only had a couple hours, an hour and a half or so after everybody woke up and then I go into this mode, this type a mode that it has no patience, no empathy, no, nothing, but get this done now. There's nothing I hate more is aggravation when you're on vacation. <laughs> oh boy. That gets me. Yep. That really can yep. get me angry. And that kind of thing is going on. So when I, when I ask myself that question, what, what, what inner virtue, uh, can I develop and move to self-improvement? It would have to be uh, top of mind right now is just patience. Yeah. And like I said, not just patience with people and, but patience with myself and patience with processes and, uh, patience with, with the natural progression of life. Just be patient. You know, I, I, I think that there are times you got to take action and take control and, and type a life forward, but more often than not, just have patience with the process. I think we've talked a lot about, about habits and in, um, not tiny habits, but, um, atomic habits. He talks about, uh, falling in love with the process and let the results take care of themselves. And I think my inner virtue is falling in love with being patient with the process. Mm. being patient with people I being think, patient yeah, well, with that life. was the one patient with people i've often mentioned my lack of patience they talk about in stoicism especially with people how they just know when you go out into town i've noticed this recently just driving around town it seems like people have lost their driving mind <laughs> and the you know between i had someone going like 15 miles an hour in a 25 mile an hour zone now that's usually i don't get impatient with something like that because i'm a pretty slow driver <laughs> but <laughs> compared to others well you know the vast the vast majority of people think that they're better than average driver <laughs> yeah <laughs> somehow that uh, math doesn't work does no, it i know I just, my daughter's the same way. We always, and she's even worse than me. She points out every law that's been broken as we've been driving down the road. That's funny. But the, that's funny. This philosophy really stresses to just realize people are going to be like that. And you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's, what's happening with them. And, and like you said, patience is a great, great place to start for me. 
<laughs> I can learn a lot from just driving through town. You know, in meditations, I, I, I talked about patience, but in meditations, uh, he talks about the stoic virtues of wisdom, injustice, courage, self-discipline, uh, those types of things as well. I think patience can be, can be shimmied in there as well. But those are, those are things to think about, wisdom, justice, courage, and self-discipline, to build, to, to build those inner virtues, to seek wisdom, uh, to seek justice, and to be courageous. And not only, not only concentrate internally on those virtues, on those virtues, but take action to self-improve based on those virtues. You know what, Kurt? I think, I think we're going to wrap it up right there. Yeah. I like that. I think those are, these are the first two, of course, the the four, the the four principles that we're talking about is acceptance of the present moment, inner virtue and self-improvement. We just covered those. Next week, we'll cover impermanence and detachment in controlling our thoughts and perceptions. So let's, let's stop right there, and we'll do principle three and four next week. Is that fair enough? I love that. All right. What's going on over in the Dudes in Progress community? Our UK correspondence show. Every year about this time, uh, we've been friends for several years before Dudes in Progress. And there was a saying that he had. I would always apologize to him for the revolution (laughs) every year. We just tease each other all the time, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I couldn't remember. I had to message him. I said, Kevin, what is this July 4th day? And he quickly replied through messenger chat. And then he's posting it in our Facebook group and a couple of my other Facebook groups. Happy Treason Day, Ungrateful Colonials. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> have you seen that before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I had seen that. And he, he sent it over to me as well. And, <laughs> and I reposted it. I love it. I just laughed. <laughs> Every time I see that, I just, I, I laugh. It's, it's really funny. He's in the, pack, in the picture of a scowling queen. Yeah, he's got the queen. <laughs> right. It's hilarious. He did, hilarious. He did make a comment that he's not really crazy about the current King Monarch, Charles. <laughs> I <think>. yeah. Right. <laughs> is what he was getting at. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I appreciate that, that always appreciate that input and the insight from, uh, Kevin Curtis Allen. He's a, uh, he's a, he certainly is a dude in progress and he's a great guy. Well, let's go into our wins and resource and our quote for the week. What's your win for the week, Kurt? Well, it's kind of, it's, I'm going to bring in the community a little bit on my win for the week. I mentioned last week, I started using Descript editing podcasts, and I'm learning more about it. Not that I've dug too deep into the learning process, but I was amazed this week, Joe. In two days, I had my Geekin podcast, really the bulk of it, done. Wow. I had said something like 30%. It's also so much easier, I'm finding, and not nearly as boring to edit. As it was the old way, but the fact that, and I bought the full month pro version, so I ponied up for the $30 version. It also gave me more of those, or what they call them, you know, the us and the ums, but it also pulls out a bunch of other crutch words, if you wish. And sometimes it's not great, but it, it just strikes them out. And if I choose to pull them out, it's great. But, you know, is one of the ones I was noticing this week particular 
episode I was editing, you know, was in there a lot. And I was very thankful I was using my Descript subscription on that. So it's really made it a lot better. And also the studio sound has improved the audio of my guests. And when we were just getting ready to record, shout out to Jamie Givens, who messaged me. She was on my show recently. And I had just chit chat and I was excited about it. I told her I was doing this. She's been a longtime listener, supporter of my podcast. And she wrote to me, she was just chatting me on Facebook Messenger that she noticed the quality of the audio was better. And she's been listening for years. Nice. So I'm really, have, someone noticed. <laughs> being a, being a, um, in a, an equipment, a podcast resource geek myself. I love stuff like this. So I'm definitely going to have to try it out. Well, hopefully I got to look at it. We might be able to share it in our dudes in progress editing. We'll have to talk yeah. about it. I haven't dug into that side of things. Or you just do the, or you just do all the editing from now on. Uh, well, there is that. <laughs> I didn't say I was loving it that much, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, my win for the week is I just came off the annual family vacation that we aptly name memories are better than stuff 2023 this is where i put a big chunk of money uh this is where i don't buy stuff throughout the year because i want to put it towards this vacation this is where i don't buy that new podcast gear or i don't uh i i don't uh, eat out so much or i don't buy that uh that little gadget or gizmo or multi or whatever it might be. Um, this is where I, I buy modest cars, things like that, because I want to do this every year. I want to do this every year for my family. So I call it, I call it memories are better than stuff 2023 or 2022 or whatever it is. And it's basically the bi- a big family vacation where I take me and my wife, my three daughters, the husbands and all the grandkids uh, on a vacation for the week. And uh, their job is just to find a way to get there. That's it. And participate in the food and all that other stuff. And I just love it. We just got back this past Saturday. Uh, This is as we're recording that as we're recording. This is Thursday as we're recording Uh, this. This episode will be released tomorrow, but we just got back Saturday and or Sunday, excuse me, Sunday. uh, And it was just a blast. Got to get the t-shirt. Yeah, we thought about doing t-shirts every year, but it, it we always think about it two weeks before right. we have to leave and there's not enough time. So yeah. Well, Joe, yeah. so that's, that's my win for the week. Memories are better than stuff. 2023. I don't know if it's coincidental or it's kind of interesting that you and I both have that same value to do a good family vacation every year. I did it with the kids for years and years. Like I said, first it was New Jersey down in the South beach there. Wildwood, New Jersey. Now it became Disney World. So much I started a podcast about it. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. How about a resource? Yeah, I'm going to make it easy. It's going to be the book I'm going to get into. I bought it. Interesting enough, Joe, it was $5 Kindle. The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. I am enjoying it already. It's a quick read, too. I think so. I think it's perfect for content for the podcast, Ryan Holiday, as we said. And he definitely, I know it's broken up into three sections. Persistence, I believe, is the first section I'm getting, I'm going through right now. But yeah, this is a deep subject. So 
I'm totally cool if we do several weeks on this topic. There's a lot of great, yeah. a lot of great philosophy in there. I agree. I agree. What's your resource? Well, mine is isn't nearly as deep as as uh, the obstacle is the way as a resource. Uh, I've always, I always have avoided buying like what seems to be the the hot item of the moment. Uh, because I always think there's a, there's too much hype to it and not enough substance. Uh, and I've avoided buying this for a few years now. And, but I bought one uh, just a couple weeks back, and I've been using it over the past few weeks. As trivial as this may sound, I love this thing, man. Oh boy. It has made me it, intrigued. It, it has made the process for what it does easier and in a weird way fun. And it is the Scrub Daddy. <laughs> what? It's called Scrub Daddy. It is this sponge that is made out of this polymer that when it's cold, it gets very rigid. And you can, you can clean the dishes very well with it or the pots and pans. When it gets warm, it gets softer and pliable. And you can, you can get it into the glasses and around edges. And okay. And it works great. Flawlessly. You're, you're I mean, it works about doing the dishes, great. Apparently. Well, not necessarily, but when I bought this thing and I started using it, I bought it because I, th- I, I thought, okay, well, it's on sale. I think I bought it on sale for like three bucks and it's usually six bucks. I thought and you were talking about an iWatch. I actually bought it for my work. I actually bought it for work because okay. we, we, were, we were closing down the office and I wanted to clean some stuff up. And I thought, let's see how this thing does. And I fell in love with it, dude. I'm telling you, it's called Scrub Daddy. I think it was featured on Shark Tank, actually. Oh, okay. And and where can I get it one? works? It works great, man. I just might buy one for you and send it to you. I love this thing so much. Uh, send it to my wife. Yeah. She does the dishes. It's the it's the uh, well, yeah, okay. Uh, you should do the dishes Sometimes. after I send you the Scrub Daddy, but. It's this little, it's got, it's got a smiley face on it. And you think, okay. And I looked at that smiley face and I think, how stupid is that? <laughs> so there it is. My resource scrub daddy. And I love it, dude. I just bought four more off Amazon, different colors. You're easily <laughs> pleased. I am that, <laughs> but this is also awesome. an iWatch scrub daddy. I built it up. Didn't I? <laughs> you really did. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? I'm going to use, I'm going to say my quote of the week before you do. All right. Just so you don't steal, steal, well, yeah, steal it might, from the same person. What are we going to do if we have the same thing? Well, you're just going to have to make, make one up on the fly. Cause I'm using mine first. Okay. My quote of the week is we forget in life. It doesn't matter what happens to you or where you came from. It matters what you do with what happens and what you've been given. Ryan Holiday. Okay. I was going to say. Who is the author of right. Obstacle is the Way. Yeah. I really, I really like that. And that's coming up a lot. We talked about this already. We were saying mm-hmm. this. We were talking about dealing. Remember we were talking about poker and what cards you're dealt with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and these, these, are, these are timeless themes, right? These are timeless. This is wisdom that goes back to antiquity. And if you think about this, it doesn't matter what happens to you or where you came from. It matters what you do with it. You can't control many times. Most of the time you can't control what happens to you, 
or the, the things that come into your life or the thoughts that come into your head, what you can control is what you do with it. Well, this, and this comes up in the obstacle is the way Does that quote come from that book. Maybe it did. I, I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think early on in this book, he's talking about people from history that went through obstacles and there's just so many great examples. The first one that comes to my head and he, I don't know if he goes too deep into it, but I mean, Walt Disney, the obstacles that he had to overcome, you know, his father who had no interest in you know, back in that day, you know, drawing pictures really to make a living. <laughs> you think it's even tough now? What about back in his day? You want to be an artist, right? And what I like about obstacle, the obstacle is the way is he uses modern day examples of stoicism yeah, and relatable contemporary examples mm. uh which is fantastic because sometimes you read some of these old books and you're like ah that was great back in 150 bc <laughs> you yeah. know or, or whatever but how relevant is that now and he he really does a good job i i like obstacle is the way and i think you'll enjoy it kurt i really do what's your quote as long as you do what's proper to your nature and accept what the world's nature has in store as long as you work for others good by any and all means what is there that can harm you marcus aurelius from meditations isn't that funny isn't that funny i started off with a marcus aurelius quote and we're ending up with a marcus aurelius quote and neither one of us knew what the other one was going to do so that's awesome that's awesome i mean just Ancient wisdom. Yeah. What Ancient harm, wisdom right there. What can harm you if you're working towards the good of others? Maybe that answers my question I asked earlier. What good is it for you to, to be virtuous to others and take care of others? What can harm you if you're working for the good of others? I think that is true, Joe. Absolutely. Great topic. Well done. Uh, our website, of course, is Dudes in Progress, dudesinprogress.com. Our email address is dudes at dudesinprogress.com. There you'll find, uh, as soon as I update it, uh, shame on me. It, I'm, I'm probably a few episodes behind on updating the website. Uh, as soon as I update it, you'll find our, all, of our, all of our podcast episodes. You'll find out how to contact us, how to support us. Uh, you'll find a link to the Facebook page. Uh, all that stuff can be, found, can be found at dudesinprogress.com. And if you want to ask a question, uh, please do so dudes at dudesinprogress.com. If you want to give us input on the show, dudes at dudesinprogress.com. Uh, and if you, uh, Hey, you know what? If you have a, a, a subject that you're passionate about and you want to be on the show, we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to invite you. Just go to dudes at dudesinprogress.com and send us a message. We'd certainly appreciate hearing from you. And as we go out, remember progress is better than perfection. So let's keep moving forward. Joe, I am going to work on myself this week. You've inspired me. Let's do better next time. We sure will. Talk to you soon.